0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast, presented by First Federal Bank. It's Friday, June 10th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Let's catch up with the Chiefs. On Thursday, we heard from Andy Reid, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Clyde edwards helaire so you'll hear from them, too. Interesting stuff from all three. Valdez-Scantling offered insight between catching passes from Patrick Mahomes and his former quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Edward Zolaire spoke to the differences in the running back's room. There are new faces and Edward Zolaire tells us what he expects from the new teammates. Andy Reid brought us up to date on the injury status of rookie wide receiver Sky Moore and do the Chiefs have a number one wide receiver this year? Okay, let's get started. You'll hear from Valdez Scantling first and then Edward Zolaire and then Andy Reid. You know, I'm just
1: embracing the opportunity and going out of time my best foot forward. What's different? from, you
2: know, working with, you know, Aaron and now Patrick?
1: Um, I mean, they're both the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, you know, so there's not much difference. You know, one's just a little bit older, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) um, Hey, I know there's a lot of
4: things that go into where the ball goes on any given play, but it seems like Pat's out there, it's coming your way a lot. Anything that you can point your finger What's uh,
1: on that? Like why, uh... I'm just open. I don't know. <laughs> just Get open and Pat will find you. Um, it's kind of, you know, his. he's the best in the business doing that, you know, finding the open guys and giving them chances. You know, so that's just kind of what it's been. We've asked
5: Patrick, what what was beneficial for him when he brought you guys together in Texas? But for you coming into a new team, what, did, what was the most that you got out of
1: that time? I uh, Just meeting the guys, man. Um, you know, football is football. The X's and O's. Everybody can get out there and run some routes. And, Catch catching footballs, uh, but just being able to, you know, interact on a, on a personal level. You know, not just talk about football, but to go out to dinner and go out to lunch and kind of see what these guys are like and say, hey, this is, you know, these can be my group of friends, you know, and, you know, we kind of do the same things or have the same interest, you know. So just being able to, to make new friends, I think that was the most important part, just being down in Texas with them for a couple oh, okay. weeks.
4: Sorry, How long specifically did you spend? Because I know different players spent different amounts of time. Um, I
1: was down there for about two or three weeks. Okay. Um, yeah, so
4: and There was one moment of practice today where uh, it looked like it was uh, you, Patrick, and um, Matt Nagy sort of talking through a previous play. Could you just share some insight on what that particular conversation?
1: Uh, we just kind of always just talk. Uh, that's something that I did a lot when I was in Green Bay. Kind of just talk about things that they see and, and how they see it. Because obviously, you want to be able to be on the same page as a quarterback. Um, so being able to you know think how he thinks and hear what he thinks. You know, with him and his quarterback coach, I think is super important. So I'll go over there and just hey. Why'd you guys do this? Or, you know, those things like that are, are super important, you know, so we can always be on the same page.
0: Marquez, do you envision your role being any different in Kansas City compared to what it was
1: in Green Bay? Uh, I mean, I can't speak on the future, um, but obviously I'm I'm here for a reason, and I want to make the best of the opportunity.
0: Marquez, there was a play out there today in practice. Uh, I think it was 11-on-11. 11 11, As to you, and then you stuck it with a one-handed grab with your left hand. As a receiver, and you have a quarterback who's capable of doing that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. what do you need to do mentally to know that? Even though he's not looking at me, that ball still
1: could come to school. I mean, I I had the, the first quarterback that did it, you know, so I got that a lot. Um and uh, you kinda just always be aware of the ball can come to you at any given time. You know, playing with Aaron for four years, you know, he did it a lot. I think one of my first passes that he threw to me in training camp was another pass. You know, so I'm, I'm accustomed to it um, and just always be, be prepared because they have eyes in the back of their head and they can throw the football any kind of way, you know, behind his head, wherever. You know, so, uh, you know, Pat's gifted like that where he can, you know, do those kind of things. Um, and I'm just excited to have another quarterback that is just that talented. A what was um, You mentioned just going to Texas. The uh, benefit of that was
5: learning personality as much as the football. What was your takeaway just on, on Patrick's personality?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're like the same age, you know, so we have a lot of the same interests. You know, he likes, uh, you know, sports. Obviously, he was a baseball player. I was a baseball player growing up, too, so we can connect on that. Um, He's super competitive. He wants to win everything, and I'm the same way. Um, And he's just a a fun guy, you know, likes to talk about whatever, loves his family. Um, And I think that's just a huge thing. Um, And just being able to to interact with a guy that's, you know, very similar to you in, you know, all facets.
4: Hey, Mark, I don't, I don't want you to be critical of anything at Green Bay, but Andy had kind of mentioned you're getting a chance to run some underneath routes and some things that you maybe didn't get to because of personnel that was there. So are you excited? There's probably a lot more targets available in this offense than there were in Green Bay and maybe a, you know, an expanded role for you. So are you excited for that opportunity?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, you know, uh, Not necessarily to say I was limited in Green Bay, um, but we had specific roles that, you know, that we did. Um, and when I was there, we were a pretty good offense you know, for my four years, um, so it worked. Um, and we won a lot of football games, so, you know, you can't really complain when you're winning. Um, and I think that was, you know, got to just be unselfish, and that's kind of how we won so many games there. Um, and obviously, you know, whatever I can do here to, to bring that same type of winning mentality, obviously they've been winning for a long time as well, so I just want to step in and do whatever I can to, to do that.
4: When going um, you through your free agent process, how, how important was maybe opportunity when you were talking to different teams and and eventually landing here? Yeah, I mean, that
1: was huge. Um, Obviously, um, during free agency, you got to figure out what's going to be the best fit for you, Um, and I think that was just the focus, where it was going to be a place where I can go in and be myself.
5: When we first talked to you, you mentioned just how much of an influence Devontae was. Mm -hmm. Um, To kind of Todd's question, with running some of those you know, shorter routes or more routes in their intermediate area? Just how much did you gain from him that can be beneficial for this type of opportunity for you, knowing that, you know, he's now with a new team as well? Uh, a life?
1: lot. I mean, like I said, between him and Randall Cobb, um, my four years in Green Bay, I learned so much from those guys. They were the epitome of what you want for a veteran leader, um, you know, on and off the field. Um, I talked to Devontae regularly. just talked to him yesterday. We send clips back and forth to each other of like, hey, what could I have done here or, Show me something that you did in practice that I liked. And, you know, so that's one of my you know, closest friends. And, um, you know, we, we still talk regularly. Um, and, you know, I think that he's going to be great. You know, I could see him twice a year. Um, yeah, so that's going to be fun good. as well. Yeah. Um, but, no, nah, I mean, he's just uh, one of those guys that you can't really, you know, replicate. And, you know, he's one of a kind of talent. Um, but he'll teach you everything that he can teach you. And I think that's a great thing. And I definitely want to be able to teach the younger guys underneath me the same things that I was taught. Last
3: one, Adam.
4: Uh, you talked about earlier that uh, one of the first passes you caught from Aaron. Did you, did you catch the ball? Were you ready for it? Then? Yeah, I mean, I
1: caught it. I wasn't ready for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was uh, – uh, he had rolled out to the, the left, um, and I was on the wide right side of the field to the right, um, and he no looked to come back to the other side of the field and wasn't even prepared for it. I thought he was throwing it away, and it's like, oh, it's my football. You know, so, um, like I said, he's uh, – a one of those guys that you can't really, you know, emulate. And then, you know, you got Pat who had the same level of talent, you know. So I'm just super excited to have, you know, the two best quarterbacks to throw me the football, you know, I guess I'm living right, you know, to, to have that.
4: Sure. Are there things you're trying to improve on this time of year as opposed to just generally getting better? I mean, are there specific things you're maybe working on this
2: offseason? Well, um, this is a pass camp, so my mainly running routes and catching passes is uh, something that I try to pride myself on throughout the offseason because there's only so much running you can do. You can't go running between the tackles in the offseason. So you're going to do so much training as far as that. Um, but it's, everybody knows our offense. They know how quarterback is. They know who, are, who we are as an identity. So catching passes and running routes has been my thing.
5: Well, it's interesting you said that everybody knows the offense. So many changes mm-hmm. on offense.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So a lot of teams bolstered their defenses to take on this offense. Mm-hmm. So are you going to surprise a few people with some of the new people and what they can do that might be different than what was done last year?
2: Everybody brings something different to the table. And and that's the that's the that's the great thing about this offense is you can stick anybody anywhere. And as long as we know what we're doing and executing – it can it can be unmatched depending on you know as far as our matchups, I can line up from in one two three spot four and run any any route as far as the route tree traffic can do the same thing from N V S to Juju to McCole so it it just shows you that we can be as versatile as we want and now everybody just has to play our matchup and it's not the same thing that they've been seeing the last six years. When, when you do you view this as a pretty
5: important year for you now in the third year here?
2: Uh, most definitely, but I mean, I wouldn't just pinpoint it as, you know, year three. I was looking at it the same way. First year I got drafted, everybody was like, oh, you know, this, this, this. Second year, dealt with some injuries, and now, you know, it's year three. So it's like, everybody's like, you know, that, that. But it's always a sense of urgency for me. So that's just what it is. So, so no, no as far as preparation or. I don't know. Since I, I mean, you know, being able to do the things that I did, starting running back as a uh, rookie playing the Super Bowl and then really just battling injuries you last year, I feel like I bring the intensity in. and, and as far as being a professional from the off season to coming into the season I do everything I need to. How's the How much, connection
4: with Ronald Jones like for you?
2: I mean just so far as you guys are just trying to get assimilated in there? As far as like just Fri or just just being around I mean just he was he was somebody that that I've talked to uh beforehand. I mean you got a Leonard was in his room and then you have Darn was also in, in in Tampa, so it wasn't just like oh, this is just some random dude coming in. We had conversations with each other, been on Facetime with each other. I'm close friends with Leonard, and everybody knows Leonard's a clown. So <laughs> it's like, it's like we we kind of talk and do those things. But I was, it was like you know, a, a running back kind of like mingle thing. Like we don't sit here like oh man, that dude plays for this team. I'm not gonna talk to him. Like we all people. So it's just it's just one of those things. I talked to him like like any any normal person, and when he came in, it was just. This is what it is. Talk to you as a person. You have a question. I have a question. We learn from each other, and we go out here and try to and improve. That's about it. The, the, room, the-, the Running back room looks a little different now, mm-hmm. right? You leaned, you talked about last year leaning on Daryl a lot.
5: Yep. Who is it you go to now for you know any advice you need in that room?
2: It's uh man, I can go to anybody, and I remember uh it's funny that you say that because I remember telling uh G Lou it's like man, I could have a baby in here teaching me. But if they telling me something that I don't know, it's something that I can learn from. So I I can care less who you know who's actually teaching me. Um, I mean, he might uh, Pac or, or Ely or Fleet might see something that I didn't see, um, and and that's just what it is. You can train anything what you want to do, but one thing you can't train in this profession is eyes, and that's the things that that separates everybody apart. 's
4: out there about your you know golf bladder surgery and not really having a full training regimen now that mm-hmm. you've been able to to do that how do you feel ready that that maybe has made an impact on on what you can do this year
2: I feel great uh, you know just being able to it was it's a lot of things with it you know food intake everything i was you know weight was fluctuating and everything else it, it was something that I didn't need to spew out to the media but it was something that I was able to conquer every week and it was you know everybody would, you know you say whatever but I mean, I got four incisions in my stomach, and then I was able to go out here and do fall camp with without a hiccup. So um, it's just one of those things that mentally, man, if you tell yourself you can do it, you do it. But I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking about it. I know this is my job. A gallbladder surgery, a stomach surgery, whatever, it wasn't gonna stop me from going out there playing ball.
4: This is the best you felt since since coming
2: out. Yeah, most definitely. I would say uh, I had the gallbladder surgery after the Super Bowl, so I would say pretty much since that since pretty much after that point. Best I you felt. You guys won
4: the Super Bowl against. I wasn't the-
2: here when we won the Super oh, yeah. Bowl.
0: What's your first impression?
2: Speed, fast, nice hands, taller than me, obviously. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: but man, um, I like MVS. As, as as even when we were in uh, in in Texas doing our phase one routes and everything, I mean, just the way he explains things and and you you can see the the him his years in elite. Uh, his his he's so wise as far as. Um, coverages and and man covers and zones and everything he he's able to communicate with pat and they're able to like get through those certain things of of communication that i'm not i wouldn't say necessarily say i'm not used to doing because that's what we do here we communicate but just seeing that firsthand from somebody who comes from green but like it wasn't it wasn't even i would say a month before we was he was already dialed into the playbook and understanding what was going on so um great guy absolutely love him we, we we text and talk about cars and everything else because that's one of his obviously one of my passions but now one of his too so um it's just one of those things we able to connect not just on football but being able to be friends and everything outside of football is what, what brings us so close
4: talk about those workouts down in texas what were the benefits of
2: those to you timing um and i would say like it wasn't it wasn't like old linemen were there but as far as getting the timing down with pat and then I mean, like you guys say every week, it's, oh, it's a whole new offense. Everybody's, you know, different than everybody else. So, I, I mean, I was able to meet people. Like, that's, that's, really, that's really what you want to do. You don't want to just go out here and be my first time, you know, meeting a guy and we all got our you know, pads and helmets on and everything else. And, it, and, and it's nothing. It's like connecting. Um, if anybody can just know me or, or know the next person, personality-wise, we realize we go out there, we just having fun. And if you' were able to kind of get over that hump during the off season, which we did probably the first two or three days um as just breaking the ice and and getting to know each other the all, the the next easiest thing is just learning the playbook and being able to communicate about it so so we did
4: being the the lead back um you know what's your initial reaction when the chiefs do take a running back in the seventh and then and kind of help him get acclimated
2: immediately i mean that's that was same thing that happened to me, man it's a uh, it's the NFL. It's the it's the world we live in. Every year is gonna be somebody getting drafted, your position or another position, or just what it is. I mean, I me in college, I'm thinking like, okay, when is my gonna be my, my turn to get drafted and when I get a chance to be on that field? I mean, it's 32 teams, are not expanding anything, like it's what it is, bro. That next person learns. That, old, that, that person, you know, who's a starter gets older and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a time clock that'll never keep going. So at some point, all y'all will be out of here, too. <laughs> 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 we need some
0: yeah. of these flags, too, staying on yeah. the
3: top.
0: Clyde, um, oh you're <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> waiting there really as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, just the, the stomach
5: stuff, I guess yeah. that was going on mostly, <laughs> close to that year. Um, and then last year, you get
0: hurt in week five. Has it been kind of frustrating that you haven't been able
5: to together momentum
2: yeah, and I, w- I would mainly say is it was really just the timing of it. I mean, you probably could just could see pinpoint games where, oh, this, he getting ahead of steam and he about to start rolling, and it's just kind of just like, oh, well, he dealt with that injury, and it's just one of those things. And, like, even with, uh you know, just having those injuries late at the end of my rookie year, I had did something to my hip and my ankle that I thought I wasn't even going to play year two, and I was able to get back out there year one. So it's – uh and playing the Super Bowl. So it was just, you know, um, I never really was injured. At, well, never really was injured in college. So it, it's just one of those things. Uh, I was hurt, but I was able to kind of, I want to say immediately get back from it, but something that they think that I was going to be out for at least going into the middle of year or two. And I was able to get back within a month. Um, I'll say that speaks not only everybody as far as helping me in, in the training room at KC, but uh, just the things that I was doing at home and being able to come here and. and Get the work done and be a professional about everything. Um, It's not just about me; it's about those guys on the field. So that's why I'm out here. That's why I'm here. That's why they wanted me here, and I'm here to win. That's it. Last
4: one. I know you said you can, you know, you learn from anybody in the room, but is there value in having a guy like Ronald Jones, who's a veteran? Did you really had a guy who's established in the league along with you to kind of bounce ideas off of and kind of
2: roll? Established as far as how many years? I mean, last year I had Jet McKinnon, who was got drafted in 13, and Dealt with injuries here, there, so it was, and I had years that he was, you know, absolutely rolling. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just pinpoint it as that that one guy. I was able to learn from from multiple guys, uh, and not just my position. Uh, and that's the thing about you know, you don't have to pinpoint just one position or just stay in. Like I, I go ask Travis about stuff. I ex Pat. I ask O lineman because. I mean, you never really know. Everybody deals with injuries and everybody's body's pretty much the same. So I'm not gonna, you know, talk to this person and this person if they never dealt with it. Um I try to get as many resources as possible. And like I said, Jet was one of those guys. Um Jet got drafted in the 13 or 14, I wanna say, and I was like in the eighth grade. So it's like it's like, but it's like over over time, like I mean, he's still playing and he was able to to play at a high level. So it's like those you, you sit there and you look at that and you watch that and you're like okay how can I at some point get in that category or can I be in that same plane at that same level when I'm that age or been in the league that many years so you ask him those questions and then his eating habits and body and just pretty much being a professional so um, you know like I say I can learn from anybody but as far as within those last years like I learned from Dirty I learned from those guys in the room but uh, Jet was a big was a big part of that last year too.
0: Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening.
3: All right. Um, had a good day today. Uh, practice. It was going to get the guys out there, and uh, a couple of the guys that are nicked up are working their way back in, which is good. Um, but working hard. Good effort. Young guys are getting better, which is, which is a plus. We're still throwing a ton at them, um, and they're they're doing well. So I um, appreciate their effort on that. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Speaking of people who
0: are working themselves back in, Coach, what, what did you think of Sky Moore? It seemed like he, he was able to do a lot more than what
3: he's been doing the last year. Yeah, no pun intended. Yes, he <laughs> he, <yeah. laughs> he has been doing a lot more. He's uh He's doing a good job. Um, of understanding what we're trying to get done. Now it's just a matter of the reps, and, uh, and catching up with, with the other guys. What they're doing. With the, with MVS,
0: I call it because I have a terrible time pronouncing his Sure, Mark West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got the same other feel and everything. What have been the, the impressions?
3: What's you about him? Yeah, so um, he he's a big kid, but he's got real good flexibility, hips. He can change direction. And he's got that speed, which I think we all knew he had. Um, And he's in, you know, he's he's able to work some of the primary underneath routes um, that he maybe didn't do quite as much uh, in Green Bay because of who they had there. So um, I've I've been pleased with how he goes by. Very, very smart uh, kid. And so he's doing a nice job for us, working hard.
4: Do you? How much do you believe in the value of having a number one receiver? You know, that, that idea. Is it, do you think MBS has a skill set that could be that in your own?
3: Yeah, I've never really gotten into that. Um, you know, it doesn't. we don't have a position for the number one guy necessarily. I mean, everybody gets an opportunity. I think if you can spread it around a little bit, I think that's the best that you can do. Um, you know, so we've tried to do that, although uh, the great ones always make – you know, make a play here or there. So then people go, well, he's the number one guy. Well, we don't really determine it that way. Um, so that we give them all plays and that their position, Every one of them have plays in the in the offense and offense that gets called. So it's just a matter of what the defense presents to it and then how you handle it from there.
5: Andy, this is uh, year two of Nick and Willie working together. I just wonder what you see now that <clears throat> Shows an improvement from where they were a year ago seeing when Nick was working, just how that dynamic
3: might work this sure season. yeah well, they've got a they 've got a bond i mean they 've known each other a long time, so uh, they 've got that natural thing that's going on there, and then they work at it and, and so i I like what I've seen. Um, i 've seen I think both of them are much more comfortable in what we 're doing right now than what they were at the beginning of last year so it's been, so far, so good. Productive. It's been good. This camp's been good for those guys. Yeah. With,
5: with Clyde, we're talking to Clyde later today. I understand that every NFL guy knows that their job's always up to the When you bring in another guy that's clearly going to be competing for, for carries with him, do you have conversations with, with the guy that was already here? Do you just wait to see how he handles
3: it? Yeah, I, listen, I I mean, Clyde knows. I, he, that's what, the, I tell the guys we're going to try to bring as much. I tell the whole team this. We're going to try to bring as much competition. That's what that's what Brett does. And that makes you better. And you don't look over your shoulder, man. It's full steam ahead and just work on your game. But there's going to be competition. Um, but you got to well, competition, take care of you to maximize what you can do. And you don't have to worry about anything else. Best you can do. Right. So I haven't, I haven't had to specifically talk to him, although he knows, you know, he knows that there's good players there.
0: Coach, specific to Nick Bolton, last year he seems like he, he either met or exceeded your expectations. How does he follow up a year like that uh, in this year? What are your expectations of him coming in
3: 2022? Yeah, um, I, I think the more understanding he has and the more he does it, uh, you even get to see it even becomes more uh, um, friendly to his instincts. And uh, so where you saw him in the run game really be effective – um, now he's able to work on the pass game. That's what these camps are. <clears throat> and so that's where you see linebackers make a little jump from their first year into the second and third year. They get all these reps with the with the pass game, and, and uh, I think they'll help him down the road just as, as a, uh, you know, uh, rounding off his game. So it's a uh, – and he's attacking it like crazy right now. So he's, he's really uh, put a lot of effort into that.
4: But the uh, news is out there that uh, Orlando finally has an agent. Just how optimistic is Brad uh, now that that has
3: happened, that maybe this is the next few weeks? Yeah, so they, uh, yeah, um, he's talked to the, the people that are working with Orlando and they'll keep doing that. Um, uh, so it's good that he's taken that step forward, for sure. And in a year like this, do you look back at kind of
4: the foundation of your vast wave? you. Do in any other year, audit it differently
3: just because of the dramatic change of Tyreek and other options. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've been around us for a while, Vahe. so we're trying to we try to say, okay, what's your strengths? Let's exploit those. So we're we're doing that with some of the new guys. Uh, let's try to exploit their strengths, and then whatever we feel like they need to work on from there, we'll work on it. And that's no different than what we've done with anybody that's been here. So. Um, uh, that's and so. There, yeah. There's some different plays in there for different people for what we think are their, their strengths, and we roll from there. But
4: in yeah. some ways, you're, you're, does that mean, mean you're bringing <clears throat> back stuff you've had, or
3: is yeah, we do that. We we bring some stuff back. We bring some stuff out of the sky. We bring oh. it. We'll, <laughs> we'll take any of your plays you got. Hey, Diana.
4: Coach, it seems like uh, Josh Gordon had a nice workout today. Just how beneficial uh, has it been? Maybe now to
0: have been here midseason and then.
3: Take yeah, the well, you guys are out there. You could see him that he he's running better, catching better. Um, he's working hard at all of this. Um, he's a good kid. and He's smart, so that that helps. <clears throat> and um, so that's the way he's approached this whole thing, and he's getting reps. Uh, so you can. You know, he can get himself back where he wants to be. Was
4: Because he came in late, was he just trying to get into football shape or was he dealing with an injury? Or And then alternatively, how much of that is just trying to digest your offense and understand
3: what he needs to be out there without thinking? Yeah, it was kind of getting back in the flow of playing the game. And now and then you're throwing a whole new offense kind of right in the middle of it all and, and has to pick all that up. So, um, you know, that's – and probably work himself into playing shape, just getting himself back. Or seemed like it was moving fast for him, and now it's kind of slowed down. And looks like he's doing better after the catch. When he catches the ball, he's able to maneuver around in space. I think he's lost a little bit of weight. He was pretty big when he got here. He's a big guy anyways, but I mean, I think he dropped a little bit of weight there too. Coach, you're going to hey, right. a guy
5: here, and it's his retirement? Um, no matter if someone's on the practice squad, or number one man on the roster, what advice do you offer them as they transition you know, a yeah, I'm, I'm not
3: worried about him. He's going to make a lot of money. And uh, he's a good dad. And uh, he'll have a good post playing career. Um, you know, chicken and pickle. He'll be chickling, pickling <laughs> at the death. He's he's everywhere. So he, he'll be fine.
0: I'm not worried about Dieter. <laughs> hey, Coach, when, when you've got a franchise tag player, they're in a unique situation. Sometimes things either get said by the agent or the player. How
3: do you compartmentalize that, you know, for yourself and for the business? Yeah, I mean, listen, there are things that are said, and half of it might not have been really said, and the other half, you know, maybe was. A, my thing is you just try to do what you have to do to make it right and be as honest as you can, so. Um, and we're, we're quiet about that. We try to do everything behind the, you know, with the person that we're involved with and not tell the world about it. So that's how we go about business. With and our, guy, our guys, you know, our guys are very honest and and deliberate, and we've always, you know, I, which I think is a, a great way to go, and something Clark believes in. But uh, fair for the player, fair for the team. Let's roll, and so um, and that can be done, you know, with a good working relationship.
5: With, with that said, Coach um, Orlando yesterday on the NFL Networks said so he felt confident that sure. he deal would get done. I know it's five weeks with being now on the deadline just where do you get the sense that this is him? yeah I think
3: it, I think that way I mean Orlando we love Orlando here so he's a he's a good human being and um, he's a good professional he's grown up around it I think he's got good counsel so um, you know we'll just we'll just got to work through it I mean I, I don't see anything that um, you know that's going to get in the way. there. just had the guys working together, keeping everything open, like any any other uh, opportunity that you have to do deals with players. They normally don't happen overnight, so you you work through it, and then again you come up with something that that's good for the team. I know Orlando uh, has a ton of respect uh, for winning and all that stuff. So you know you, you're juggling. Peach, Peach has got to do this, so I can say he's got to juggle all the, the salary cap, which is. Which is a crazy deal, so but the the agents understand that too. Miss Karen,
5: coach,
3: next week. Basically, got everybody here for the most part, so um, I, we're not going to go back and have to rehash everything. We'll just kind of keep it going, and um, we, we did that early though. We kind of redid everything back back when, but guys, we've had good attendance, and uh, especially with the new guys, and I, I've been happy with that. So we, we're just going to keep plowing through and could knocked
0: out that'll do it for today and this week on sports KC. thanks to the staff of randy mason monty davis jeff rosen and chris fickett and a shout out to our sponsor first federal bank today's morning sports edition was 34 pages full of local and national sports news and features go to liveedition.kansascity.com for more information thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with another sports beat kc